What's up, everybody? It's Wes and Andy, and we are back. Show number one of 2024. Welcome back, buddy. It's good to be back. It is good to be back. I know we had a bit of a kerfluffle before the uh, the holidays. Yeah, and the whole illness thing just takes its toll. It did. Um, jumping. I scrambled my butt off to try and put together a holiday episode for us. And it, the, the stars just did not align the way that I wanted them to. Yeah. And, uh, well, no, it, it did. Yeah, it did. Um, speaking of Christmas, how was your Christmas? It was all right. Uh, the big day. It was good. Yeah. Felt, I don't know. This year just kind of felt off. Really? It did. Like we were in Ontario. We were, you know, Oh, right. Right. There's no snow. What's really interesting is now we are January the second. Uh, and there's still no snow. Still no snow. We've gotten. Uh, I would say that we are not seasonal temperatures, even yeah. though we are below freezing now. We're sitting what daytime highs at two minus two. two I think yeah, minus four was zero, the yeah. yeah. No snow to speak of. But it's been like gloomy. Yeah, we've seen nothing but clouds for like. Three weeks well look we had uh, it's kind of uncharacteristic for this part of where we live in ontario but we had what uh four five six days of rain yeah uh, in a row which is bizarre uh not only for where we live but also the time of year obviously with it being the holidays mm-hmm. and i hope uh for those of you who are still on holiday if you are still on holiday congratulations by the way mm-hmm. um must be a teacher or something <laughs> no offense any of the teachers out there enjoy take it when you can get it yep um i hope everybody had a great holiday i for one uh i said to kim i said this is the first year i've felt like a kid in a long time it might have had something to do with the gigamongous boxes uh that (laughs) did not fit under our christmas tree that had my name on them there you go yeah so um did you get everything you wanted pretty much yeah yeah What's the highlight? Uh, actually, I got a 40th anniversary He-Man. No way! Yeah. Uh, so I was looking at that figure. I like nice. him. I, I, I put him next to the uh, the Maddie Collector one. Oh, nice. Yeah. And honestly, he's a little bit taller. He's a little bit taller. Yeah. He's a little bit more vibrant in color. Yeah. But he's got that classic looking yes, uh, like vintage head. Type head. It's kind of weird, but at the same time, it's it it's un uh, you know it is unmistakably uh, He-Man. Yes. Uh, on the toy front this year, uh, my wife said, there's no sense in getting me toys because I typically will just go out and get what I want. Or, uh, you would find it for me or, uh, our other, uh, friend, uh, Andrew Thomas, shout out to Andrew Thomas, by the way, uh, you know, rocking it, uh, um, as a single dad out there. Mm-hmm. Um, he keeps me fresh in, uh, in the toys that I like. So, um. I did. I, I put it on my list anyway. I did put a couple toys on my list this year. I did get one. Nice. That I thought that I had missed. Ooh. And when you feel like you've missed a toy, 
does it not feel extra better? It does, like it leaves a little like mm, when you get it, right? Yeah. <laughs> uh, um, what'd you get? I was happy to uh, unwrap the uh, Transformers Studio Series eighty six uh, Commander Class Ultra Magnus. Ooh. Uh, and he is so chunky in all the right ways <laughs> extra wide at the shoulders i mean that's the biggest criticism but it's not off-putting to me i i quite like it so and he's going to fit in great with all of the other uh 1986 movie characters that i have well he is ultra he is ultra <laughs> give me that damn matrix that's right <laughs> he comes with a matrix oh. spring-loaded chest too you open up the the blue thing on his chest and the 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 windscreen flips open and there it is nice you can't hold it or anything and it's really small but it's there cool little feature yeah 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 um i guess technically i mean depending i mean you know the difference between the men and the boys right the the price of their toys mm-hmm. i did technically get some more toys this year but they aren't like not of the action figure variety and of course you folks can't really tell or maybe you can um, we are operating under uh, new uh, key lighting uh, this year. We just, uh, yeah, um, swapped out my, uh, the old ring lights, which were great. They were a great starting point, but uh, I have now, we are now running a pair of uh, Elgato key light air. Um, and they're really nice. They are. <laughs> they're really nice. It's a solid panel light. So hopefully the lighting uh, conditions are a little more even across the uh, uh our lovely portraits mm-hmm. i don't mind saying that you're a good looking dude <laughs> <laughs> i need a shave though oh that's true that's true. vacation yeah. hair i got I, I don't know did you notice i i got a trim oh. i got a trim for 2024 it's less scraggly it's a little it's a little shorter um and it lays a whole lot nicer i don't know why i didn't do that before mm. well listen enough about that i hope everybody out there is having a great time Thanks for hanging out with us tonight. It is Random Fandom. It is the first show of the year. It is uh, episode number 44 for the week of January 2nd, 2024. First oh, first coming comment in. coming in from Kim. Kim, who's uh, watching. I think she's watching upstairs. <laughs> you guys look amazing. Aww. Thanks, honey. Oh, also um, uh, from Kim, uh, our new lighting, courtesy of Kim. Um, thank you, Kim who also uh, helped me to upgrade our uh, monitor setup. So we've, we've gone from a pair of 24-inch flat to a pair of 32-inch uh, curved 4K. Nice. Yes. So now, this is a big deal, especially for anybody who watches any of our uh, review series. As you know, especially with the Star Wars stuff, I like to, well, we all do, hmm. we like to dive in on the languages. And sometimes those are like tiny little details. I'm sitting here watching, as I do, week in and week out, writing my notes. And quite a few times I've had to stop the show on the computer. I've had to go out into the living room to the 65-inch TV turn it on fast forward to the exact same spot and then try to get a better visual as i'm taking a, a photo of uh, the the tv with my phone <laughs> been there done that the old 4k monitors should eliminate the need to do that um and it should improve the quality of our slides seeing as uh, the resolution the screen capture resolution will be whatever the native resolution mm-hmm. is to the screens mm-hmm all right, so um, as we like to uh, on every random fandom, we should probably start off. Uh, let me second here. Let's just check this. Here we go. Here we go. Nope, that's not the one. Oh, wow. I've flubbed it again. Eh, close enough. I'll find it. There it is. 
Let's start the show off with another dose of random fandom trivia. All right, man. What do you got for uh, the first shot at 2024? All right. First shot for 2024. What nickname does Charlie Sheen's character get in the movie franchise Major League? Oh, I yeah, I love the original Major League. I got multiple choice. Oh, so is it a wild boy, B wild thing or C wild one? Well, I mean, I I could talk about this uh, uh, quite a bit, to be honest. Um, first of all, I love the original Major League. It's one of my favorite. Uh, well, it's probably my favorite sports movie. Um, Tom Berenger is pretty awesome in it as well. Um, the music kind of kind of gives it away, I guess. If that if you want to consider that a clue, I, I would think so. Yeah, we've got uh, we've got one guest. We got Kim coming in uh, on YouTube, and she's telling me that she believes it's a wild thing. Now I am not going to guess because I know the answer and I don't want to give it away. Fair enough. Yeah. Wild thing for Kim. Anybody else out there? Uh, got a guess. Maybe we still need to work on our jeopardy music. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> I'm going to five or some, I think one day, give me Maybe. some like cheap, like $5, like jingle music. Well, there it is. Yeah. Look at me not living up to my duties. I didn't get those <laughs> slides ready for you. I'm so sorry. That's all good. Well, We've got uh, Ray coming in, uh, says B. That is also a wild thing. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All in for all in. I'm throwing it in. The correct answer is B. Wild. Yeah, wild thing. Wild you thing, make my Ricky heart say- Yeah, Ricky Vaughn. Um, did you like the sequels? Um. I remember part two, but part I don't of two, yeah. Call part three. No, was there a part three? I, um, I know back in 2016 there was talks with Charlie Sheen, and he's like, you know, there could be another one, as long as it's rated R. <laughs> but what do you do without Bob Eubanks? Oh, I know. Eh? I mean, he was such an integral part of that uh, of that first movie. Yeah, um, with his colorful commentary. And- mm-hmm coming from the sports world of doing exactly that for real. Well, funny thing about that, uh, the director, when he cast him, he didn't yeah. know that he had been a, a call a sportscaster like a, for the Milwaukee Brewers or whatever. <laughs> so he's like, yeah, I like his work over here. And then found out after the fact, Oh, by the way, he's not just an actor. Yeah. He also does this. <laughs> That's great. Here's another. Did you know one for Oh, you. sure. Sure. Uh, real life relief pitcher, Mitch Williams, who was with the Chicago Cubs at the time. Okay. Uh, of the film's release, uh, he was inspired to model himself after Rick Vaughn. Really? Yeah. So he began to wear the number 99 and he had wild thing played when he was entering the game. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Did he uh, get himself a pair of Poindexters as well? I don't know for sure, but he did earn the nickname wild thing. Yeah. Yeah. So that's cool. That's cool. Well, uh, that's it for this week's uh, random fandom trivia. Stick around uh, as we uh, move through the show. We will be back with our other, uh, I guess, our mid-show game. Yeah, uh, We've got the first edition of uh, Lexicon for 2024 coming up, and it's, uh, it's a funny, funny, weird sounding word. Um, maybe we'll throw you off with that one. I don't know. Maybe some of you will get it. But you got to stick around for that. Don't forget, Random Fandom is 100% audience participation. As you can see, uh, Kim and Ray, who have uh, been hitting us up in the comments, you can comment on the platform that you were watching on. By the way, speaking of platforms, Instagram, 
Mm-hmm. Instagram has opened up their API to third-party streaming software, which means we can now add our Instagram. How many of you out there would prefer to be watching on Instagram? Because I have to tell you, it's pretty bleak right now. Yeah. <laughs> and I say that because even though third-party streaming software can now access their live streaming service, it's very convoluted. And it still maintains There's the a uh, writer that makes you wait until the last possible minute. Yeah. The, it also maintains the, uh, the aspect ratio. So like Andy and I would have to be like, we'd be like shoulder to shoulder. Like, can you see us now? How about now? Uh, yeah. We would lose our, our widescreen aspect. So that's kind of a bummer. A little bit. Yeah. A little bit of a bummer. Still, uh, for those of you who are interested in, in uh, seeing us do stuff on Instagram, let us know. Maybe we can figure something out. For sure. All right, man, let's get on with the show. What do we got? Well, starting, or I guess a sticking with a sad note. Oh, so uh, the, the usual format. Yeah, we, we had a couple more losses at the end of 2023. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Lee Sun-kyun, star of uh, the Oscar-winning film Parasite, oh. uh, died at the age of 48. That's unfortunate. Do we know uh, the cause of death? Uh, unfortunately, it was suicide. That's really unfortunate. Yeah. Um, as reported by THR, uh, the news was confirmed by South Korean news, uh, South Korean news agency Yonhap. Okay, uh, and it was said that he was found dead in his car in a park in Seoul, Korea, on uh, December twenty seventh. So, oh man, uh, local media do claim that he was being investigated by police over alleged illegal drug use. Oh, so I don't know if that was a factor in it, but uh, you know. You know, there's always more to the story than what yeah. what we'll ever know. Yeah, there's when somebody there. feels the need to take their own life. I mean, we'll never know why. Yeah. Um, all I can say is that if you are struggling, if you are feeling sad, then you know you should talk to somebody. You should talk to anybody. Hell, yeah, come and talk to us. Yeah, come talk to us. That's what we're all about here. We just like to talk to people, and you guys are people. people come talk people. to us. That's right. I'm not a professional or anything, but I'll talk to you. But uh, Lee is survived by his wife, Jeon Hai Jin, and their two sons. So, not our thoughts are yeah. definitely with the family. But he's not the only one, unfortunately. Oh, man. Uh, we also lost Tom Smothers. Tommy Smothers, Smothers, like the yo yo champion of the world. Yes, that is the one. <laughs> That's all I think. That's not true. That's not true. I do know who the Smothers brothers are, and I have seen uh, a fair amount of their stuff. But I always think of, of Tommy. As a yo-yo guy. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. But he, you know what? He had a great, had a great life. Had a long yeah, life. Certainly did. Yeah. yeah. Born in 1937. So. Yeah. Uh, he is survived by his children, Bo and Riley, uh, his grandson, Phoenix, uh, Marcy Kiriker Smothers, um, and uh, sister-in-law, Marie Smothers, as well as several nephews and a niece. Man, can you remember the last time you saw them do anything? Uh, honestly, no, I cannot. Did they work in the 90s? Maybe. I don't know. But I don't know. A private memorial service for the family and friends is planned for 2024. And uh, Dick and his wife, Marie, have requested memorial donations be made to the National Comedy Center. Oh, that's cool. So Keeping things moving. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. So keep his legacy alive. Yeah. Uh, this next one's kind of neat. Uh, Netflix is developing a Wednesday spinoff series for Uncle Fester. Wait, is this, this is confirmed? This is, uh, according to a new report. Right. Uh, 
the spinoff is in the works at Netflix. I thought I had read that Netflix was looking at doing spinoffs for other characters. I didn't realize that they had committed to the Uncle Fester. Yeah, yeah. He's probably... I mean, we've only ever seen sort of the... We've just seen like little bits of him in the first season. But. The I was going to say, if you look at the 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 90s films with uh, Christopher Lloyd as yes. Fester, I feel like that version of Fester kind of stayed closer to the 1960s version. Whereas this version of Fester... is more like a crazy adventurer. Well, yeah, yeah. But I mean, look at how different Wednesday Adams is. So... Mm. Um, do you now you watched Wednesday? I yeah. watched it. We both liked it. Yep. Do you think that Fester, a, a show built around Fester, would work? I think so. I think it can stand on its own. I think so. Because, well, I mean, just like Wednesday, you could have as many cameos as necessary. Right. You can have the whole family kind of float in and out. Yeah, basically. Yeah. No, I agree with that. I, I would definitely, given how much. So remember, I, I've said this before. We talked about this quite a bit last year, especially knowing that the Rob Zombie monster movie was coming out. Yeah. I'm a monsters guy always have been adam's family second fiddle right like i don't even remember which one came first i don't care <laughs> i've always preferred the monsters this version of the adam's family as we saw in uh, wednesday very good i really like it the uh, the only casting choice that kind of caught me off guard was uh, louise guzman as uh, yeah i as, you know uh, what it grew on me it, it grew on me by the end yeah he does it, i don't know i mean kind of smothers her a little bit my love yeah yeah i mean it was good i, I liked it but i mean that's comparing him to uh rel julia in the 90s yeah of movies, course right? which is a top notch hard, yeah it's really hard to top that yeah still uh spinoffs from uh the new incarnation of the adams family yeah that's cool but uh, yeah don't know when we're going to see it but uh it's in the works so that's okay. I'm, I'm willing to wait. I mean, what choice do I have? True. <laughs> I mean, if they keep just, like I said, if they do what they did with Wednesday and it's of that quality, I'm yeah, totally there. Give it a chance. Yeah. But on the plus note, a second season of Wednesday. Oh yeah. Absolutely coming. I didn't think we were in any jeopardy of not getting a second no. season to be uh, honest. Filming is set to start in April of this year in Ireland, uh, oh, wow. which is moving away from where the first season was shot, which was in Romania. So Romania. I don't know if that's like just going to be a change of venue for the whole thing or Romania near Transylvania. Maybe. Home of vampires. That's right. It makes perfect sense. Where'd you say it's going to now? It's going to Ireland. Oh, so maybe well. they're going to face some sort of banshee or yeah. something. <laughs> maybe. But we'll see. Uh, yeah. The renewal was announced last January, I guess. Uh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. So right on the heels of the series ending. But yeah. Yeah. It's been that long. Well, the strike. Oh my toll, gosh. Right? I'm just, it's funny because I'm, I'm still, you know, heavy into streaming. So, I mean, I, I have an endless supply of stuff that I am watching. I had forgotten that it's been that long. Yeah. Wow. It's been over a year. So come on, Jenny Ortega. Give me another one. That's right. Uh, this next one could be another shakeup for Hollywood. Uh Oh, uh, Warner oh. brothers. Oh, getting even bigger. Oh, yes. In talks. Yeah. Yeah. Merger with Paramount. That is, uh, that's crazy big. That is. That's, that's, that's like crazy Fox big. and Disney big. Yeah. When you think about, um, all the stuff that Paramount owns, uh, Star Trek, all the Nickelodeon. Yeah. Um, all of, and then of course, um, um, oh my gosh. So Warner brothers, they are the parent company for HBO. Yep. 
Paramount is the parent company for uh, MTV hmm. <laughs> and all of uh, like the, um, where does the Discovery Channel fit in? Uh, I Warner? believe it falls under the are they Warner. They are Paramount. They are Warner. Oh, they are Warner. Yeah, Warner Discovery. So yeah, I mean that is a huge, huge, huge merger. Um, obviously something like that's going to have to go through the same process oh, that, of course, that Disney and and Fox went through. There'll be a you know all the people screaming you know competition. Yep. So this is early though. This is very early. It's very early. So we don't we don't have dates. We don't know when. We don't know if it's going to go through, but. Uh, we it do is. know that uh, it's on the table. Warner Discovery CEO David Zaslav has met with Paramount CEO sure, Bob sure. Backish to discuss this potential deal, but uh, no further details past that. Man, uh, having a big studio like Warner with another big studio like Paramount, I just and of course in my you know science fiction comic book adult brain immediately go to oh what what universes can we now smash together. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Oh, that's good. Now we can have, uh, we can get those, uh, Star Trek DC crossovers. Yeah. Finally. That the comic books have been doing. <laughs> now where, where does, uh, our MonsterVerse fall? Cause I know Apple TV has got that. Uh, MonsterVerse that's owned by legendary. And I think that's, uh, Is that a sub of Sony maybe. Okay. I'm just going to look that up. Cause that one's currently going on in the comics right now is the justice league versus Godzilla and King Kong. Really? Yeah. And that's got to be an interesting, uh, yeah, interesting, basically Godzilla just tail whips Superman. And... Right. Oh, so legendary is their own company. Okay. They are a subsidiary of the Chinese conglomerate Wanda group and Apollo. I see. Um, yeah. So they are legendary entertainment is the parent company for legendary pictures. Okay. And the MonsterVerse. who's distributing it though. I don't know for sure. It's on. Well, so Monarch is on Apple. Yeah. Mm, but like Godzilla movie. is on Netflix. No, you're right. You're right. Yeah. So is Kong, I believe. Yeah. By the way, speaking of Monarch, are you keeping up? I haven't. I don't have Apple TV. So oh, I'm so either. sorry. I'm so sorry. Okay. Zip it. Zip it. <laughs> Zip it. Don't rub it in how good it is. Um, I just need to tell you without giving away details. Go get Apple they, TV. No. Yeah. Even if you just <laughs> get it for this, they are dangerously close to uh, crossing right through the 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 last kong godzilla movie it's really cool nice super cool nice that's all i'm gonna say and you get two russells for the price of one so go check it out check it out if you haven't watched it. it's really good yeah yeah but it's funny this uh possible merger is coming oh, right right just after uh warner brothers already merged with discovery in a 43 billion that's right yeah merger yeah yeah so i mean that's where i kind of go like oh competition yeah. oh, they have too much of the market it's almost like one of those uh round robin tournaments where everybody's just kind of merging down <laughs> pretty soon it'll, it'll just be yeah. disney versus warner <laughs> what all channels are disney that's right <laughs> disney till all are one <laughs> Uh, oh, speaking funny. of disney oh uh, well apparently they are moving forward with a x-files reboot being oh wait a minute Re- reboot by, yeah directed by uh black panthers director brian coogler oh that's interesting mm-hmm. is he like a, a horror guy um not saying that the x-files not, is particularly horror but like no, it's definitely in the sci-fi sci-fi uh, paranormal yeah thrilling um, kind of i think so but uh 
I guess in March, Chris Carter, the original creator, yeah, uh, had said that Kugler was planning to remount the X Files. Oh, wow. so I don't know if it's going to be like a full reboot or just like we pick it up ten years later. Oh, yeah. So that's where I just got like when I hear the words reboot, I got to clarify those because to me, reboot, I guess it's kind of an all-encompassing term now, but like. I think of reboot as like scrap it, start over, right? Like what they did with Battlestar Galactica. Yeah. When I hear like, Oh, we'll pick it up to me. That's just a, a, a we're going to twist a it resurgence, a, a content, a continuation. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of like Masterverse for He-Man. Oh yeah. 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 Or what was it? Uh, Revelations. That's right. Yeah. yeah. Which the Masterverse figures spin out cover. of. That's right. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, there haven't been any significant updates since no. Carter's tease about it, but, uh, you know, it's on track, according to this Bloomberg report. Well, that's going to make my wife happy if that happens. Well, she's a big X-Files fan. I'm, I, I am too. Uh, I wasn't super happy with the way they ended the, uh, the reboot series or the re right, the right. redo series. I wasn't guess. that like a limited thing? Yeah. It was like a six episode thing there yeah. and it was supposed to be like an alien invasion and kind of bleh. Yeah, I mean they've they've bounced around it a, a couple of times. I think there was uh, there was that there was the movie. Wasn't there supposed to be another movie? Uh, maybe like a no, second there, movie. There was two movies. Oh, there was there two. Was, okay, uh, tells you how much I uh, did. Fight the future, and then oh, I can't remember the name of the second one. It escapes me. That's okay. But that's okay. I mean, uh, you know what? If it if it gives the fans a little a little more of you know what they want, mm. yeah, let's do it. At one point, there was supposed to be uh, an animated spinoff. Called the X Files oh. Albuquerque, which would have followed animated Muldier and Scully investigating wacky cases. Oh, that's but, cool! Uh, I guess it's lost traction since uh, 2020, and it's kind of fizzled out. Speaking of animated, mm-hmm. um, did you hear that uh, there's at least two Game of Thrones projects that have gone over to animation? I have not heard that. Yeah, I just read something on it today, and I hmm. was like, "Oh, that's interesting." That could be cool. I hope that they keep it in that adult mm-hmm. uh, stylings, though. Well, even the Big Bang Theory made uh, light of that. Like, oh, you like that? Well, yeah, it's got people doing it and stuff. <laughs> uh, Facebook user says, uh, "Longtime watcher, first time commenter. Happy New Year's, guys! Happy New Year to you. Well, and a happy New Year to you as well, anonymous Facebook user. Now I have to go and see who you are. That's okay. I'm going to go and find out." I'm going to find it right now. I'm not going to spoil who you are, but I am going to figure it. Facebook knows. Facebook knows, but they just won't, <laughs> they won't tell us because you got to give Facebook permission to actually just to show your name. Oh, it's Dave. <laughs> well, there you go. <laughs> it's the Dave. Well, I happen to know a couple of, of Dave's. So you don't have to tell me who you are. I know who you are. Fair enough. Uh, but what sticking with animation. Uh, what if season two, uh, they've replaced Groot with a new voice actor. So I've been following this and the, the all of the clickbaity mm-hmm. uh, 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 sites, the screen rants, the CB, they're, they're all saying it once again. Um, did you catch that? The 15 year run? The fifth, Yeah, I saw that. Um, I'm sorry, but the first Guardians movie was when? 2014? That's 10. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Would it be a 15 film run then? Maybe I don't. Well, maybe I don't know. I guess maybe if you factor in uh, all the I am Groot 
the little shorts as well. Oh, as there's the quite a few of those. Yeah. 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 Right. Well, I mean, I've, I've, by the way, I'm through this, this season of what if, um, he's in what if, if the new voice actor is on that, he is. Sounds good to me. Yeah. I mean, for a guy who says three words, um, sounds pretty good. Can't go wrong. <laughs> no, you can't go wrong. Yeah. Uh, is this a big deal? Like, um, is it, is it a big deal that he's like given up the role or, or, uh, I think the thing behind it is more of the issue, um, for, because now, uh, Marvel voice actor, Fred, uh, Fred Tadashior, Tadashior has uh, replaced Vin Diesel in the role. Um, for, for those of you who are not familiar, Fred Tadashior in terms of Marvel animation has essentially been the Hulk for like 20 years. Oh, He's been the Hulk since like Avengers uh, assemble Avengers or prior to that. No, no. The, the first direct video, um, ultimate Avengers. Ulti- yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. He's been the Hulk for a long time and he's so good. Oh. He can do that. Uh, I don't know what what's the word for it? bestial quality, like that that Hulk, like nobody else. Hulk smash. Yeah, he's really good. Yeah. But uh, apparently, Vin Diesel is out. Did he get fired? Well, uh, he's out due to recent legal issues uh, <laughs> that he's facing. Uh, apparently, issues. last December twenty first. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it was revealed oh, year, another year ago. Uh, yeah. That Diesel had been sued by his former assistant, uh, oh. Asta Joe Jonathan, uh, for sexual battery oh, during the 2010 production of Fast Five, allegedly. Oh, allegedly. Yeah, but the lawsuit came about because Joe Biden signed the Speak Out Act bill into law, which allows oh, victims of sexual sure, assault sure. harassment to come forward despite previously signing an NDA. Really? So even so, all your N- that, all your NDAs aren't worth shit. Yeah, they're out the window. <laughs> so if you did something wow. stupid, so that's kind of come out. That's cool. So now got paid and might get paid again. Yeah. <laughs> you know what though? Like if you're coming forward despite all that, I mean, there there are going to be a, a certain number of those cases that are going to be touching cases. Yeah. But there are going to be an awful lot of them that are going to be like, I just want the actual justice yeah. served. They don't want anything. They just want to know that those are the ones that I'm rooting for. Absolutely. You, you want to know, you want to be recognized that your, your trauma, your experience, yeah, it was, was real and yeah. they can't just get away with it. No, absolutely. People shouldn't be getting away with that anyway, but yeah, but Vin uh, Diesel's attorney, Brian Friedman uh, immediately denied her allegations and uh, with the quote saying, Vin Diesel categorically denies this claim in its entirety. Well, that's her job. Yeah. That's her job to say that, of course. Well, it's his job. I think Brian's a dude. But... Oh, sorry. The, the uh, yeah, the lawyer. Sorry. Yes. Uh, he continues. This is the first he has ever heard about this more than 13-year-old claim made by a purportedly nine-day employee. There is clear evidence which completely refutes these outlandish allegations. Nine days. So apparently he's got a good lawyer already. Probably has him on standby. I'm sure everybody wants Johnny Depp's uh, the the co counsel in his last and his last one. What's her name? Do you remember her name? I don't remember. She her was name, like she, she was like got America's super super popular after that. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. This next one, Tesla needs a uh, a lawyer. Uh, uh, a Tesla robot. I went yeah. haywire on an engineer in Texas. Yeah, and uh, uh, back Doug, in 2021, Doug, it's claws into a person and like like did not let go no 
and uh, he he jumped down a chute that was for scrap aluminum, leaving a trail of blood behind him. Well, as you would if you were bleeding. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, uh, I'm I shouldn't be laughing. No, it is. It's kind of freaky and f- weird and funny all at the same time. But you know the timing right now. The I mean the rise of AI and here they covered up this thing for three years. Funny enough, it's only now come to it's life. Ju- yeah, just coming out now. Um, Tesla, uh, and I'm not sure if the company was consulted. They're probably not happy about it. No, um, but have you seen the the Netflix film Leave the World Behind? I have not. So it's this family. They just want to, you know, get on a vacation, just get away from the world for a while. It's Julia Roberts and Ethan Hawke. Okay. And uh, Mahershala Ali are in it. There is a sequence in the movie where the world is basically starting to fall apart. And the forces that be hack all the Teslas Uh and use them to auto drive to congest the highways so that nobody can move on public roads. Oh, geez. Talking about uh, uh, popular culture and media recontextualizing or making you think about the future of AI and the future of technology that by the way, it's not a, it's not a super great movie. It's okay. But that moment made me kind of go, Oh shit. Yeah. Well, I, I, I have the same feeling. I can't remember if it's a Hyundai or a Kia commercial. Yeah. But uh, basically the new one, you can email your key to whoever. <laughs> And, you know, the neighbor walks up, hey, can I borrow your cell Oh, So it's basically like the uh, NFC in your phone if yeah. you want to use it. And she's like, oh, sure. Phone. And she just texts it to him. And he's like, okay. Wow. And uh, then the daughter's like, well, can I use it? And Okay, here you go. Email. This all at the same time. And we've just had that thing. Uh, there's a recall. Tesla's got a recall out yeah. now. They want to they wanna walk back. Yeah, they, No, they want to walk back a bunch of the auto driving tech. Hmm. Essentially, they want to limit it because of new new legislation down in the States that will limit uh, how you, it's used. You would think they'd want to walk it back just based on weather conditions. Well, oh, there's that. Like, How's the Tesla yeah. going to handle a snowstorm? I, I don't know. I don't know. And I don't own one and I don't know anybody uh, personally who owns one. So I, I can't speak to that. Um, but absolutely um, checks and balances. Yeah. hundred <laughs> percent. Yeah. Cause we've already seen them abused. Oh, for sure. People well, sleeping at the wheel. Well, not only that, those other ones, <laughs> you remember those ones, extracurriculars. Yeah. <laughs> it'll drive by itself you go do what you do no i'm sure there's some porn around that there is of course there is yeah <laughs> of course there's porn around everything yeah 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 probably cool. even killer robots from yeah really <laughs> wait wait no i'll save it i'll save it for later <laughs> i'll save it for later when we get to the the public domain thing okay yeah <laughs> to... is that like that's going to get used to <laughs> Oh, it's going to get used hard. <laughs> I'm getting ahead of myself here. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah. The attack on this poor engineer reportedly occurred while he was programming software poor guy. Uh, for two disabled Tesla robots nearby. Right. And the one just went crazy, grabbed him and dug right in. So I worked in a factory where uh, we actually had two robots and they were like old retired robot welding arms from GM. Hmm. And the, the amount of time that the, the the robotics operator spent programming the welder just to do a simple a simple like a bead, they they spent more time programming than they did welding. 
huh. it was almost like you know i appreciated the company for trying to automate but the the robot welded stuff Wasn't almost was never as as uh, good as a human welded piece hmm. yeah robots can't uh can't account for skill yet well <laughs> that's true once the ai component hits in no you're right you're right they become learning machines sure no, no i put my foot in my mouth but uh, this guy he was lucky because another worker had hit the emergency stop button uh giving him a chance to maneuver his way out oh, of the sure. robot's grasp yeah, yeah. The the way that you read it though, and you read it like it's that like it's it didn't just accidentally get him. It's like it's like trying to claw him, right? Like there's a little bit of sensationalism in oh, the way that absolutely. it's the way that the uh, that the news articles are written. But at um, the same time, the three rules of robotics did not apply in this case. <laughs> it did not care for the safety of this engine. No, it did it not. Just plowed forward. With Do no engine. harm, yeah. <laughs> except for <laughs> people to get too close. <laughs> what? You're not aluminum? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Check out the creator on Disney Plus, by the way. Yeah. That'll get you thinking about AI. I want to watch that one. Oh, it's really good. Nice. It's a, it's in my thinking about my uh my top entertainment of the year. And maybe we can do that sort of towards the end of the show. We can talk sort of about the year in review. What did you really stand out for? Yeah, you? creator is on my list. Nice. Absolutely. Nice. Well, uh Disney CEO Bob Iger has some thoughts on his list too. Uh oh nice. He says uh the company's movies have been too focused on messaging this i read this the other day and i feel like it almost is counterintuitive to more executives on set almost you remember that like yeah it, it was only a couple of weeks ago where it was like these more chefs failed. in the kitchen yeah, yeah these movies didn't work out because uh, we just we left them alone too much yeah we needed to have more executive oversight now he's quoted as saying creators lost sight of what their number one objective needed to be uh we have to entertain first it's not about messages so he's right. He yeah. is right. At the same time, but like, you know, that doesn't mean you can. No, absolutely. And I feel, out. I feel like that's one of those things that you, as a uh, as a CEO of a multi billion dollar company, you say that to appease a certain segment of the population, knowing that that statement in and of itself doesn't really change anything. No, it doesn't change anything because the people who are making the the entertainment. If the message is part of what they're trying to do, it's still going to be there. Yeah. Um, I think this addresses some of the, the diversity stuff that we've talked about before when we say diversity for diversity's sake. Yeah. Maybe it will impact that. But at the same time, all of those groups, all of them, I pick one. That's what I'm talking about. It doesn't matter. It applies to all of them. Yeah. You don't have they to make a movie. They all want to blankets. be. Right. But they all want to be seen. They all want to be represented and truthfully, they all deserve to be because that is the makeup of human society. Yeah. Right. The movies are already horrible for giving us idealized versions of, of people to begin with. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't think anything's really going to change. No, not really. No. Not until we get a new crop of, uh, leaders in there because he's basically out the door at this point well i mean earlier in uh well i shouldn't say this year um late last year he basically said yeah yeah when my extension is up i'm done yeah and uh, what did he say Succe succession planning is uh well underway yeah so, already so yeah and that's good that's good at least they're planning for it <laughs> they were planning for it before look what happened <laughs> they call the man out of retirement that's right uh, he's further quoted as saying, we have entertained with values and with having a positive impact on the world in many different ways. 
Black Panther is a great example of that. I like to be able to entertain if you can infuse it with a positive message and have a good impact on the world. Fantastic. Yeah. But that should not be the objective. When I came back, what I've really tried to do is return to our roots. Oh, so you're going to go back to hand-drawn animation? Well, depending on what version of roots you go back to. Yeah, really? Jesus Christ. (laughs) Are we going back to Nazi Disney or what? Or uh, what's the one that they don't don't show it anymore? Um, Song of the South. That's the one I was thinking of, yeah. Permanently uh, archived, vaulted. uh, Right. Yeah. I mean, and you got like your, uh, the crows from Dumbo. Yeah. Uh, There's so many examples throughout the history of their roots. There's not all roots you want to go back to. I agree with the idea of we don't need to continue those stereotypes in the 21st century. Yeah. But I don't believe in revisionist history where we need to hide it, lock it up, never to be seen again. There's when there's no context behind that. It's just yeah. like you're deciding what is right for me or right for anybody um, where, you know, a, a reasonable person should be able to that decide. Was, that was one of the things I actually really, really liked the first time I saw Disney plus. Oh yeah. Because you'd see like the old Donald duck cartoons or whatever. And they would have, sure, they would have a disclaimer. Like, on hey, by the way, in this one, it was made in this year. That's and right. It and it doesn't tobacco use yeah. and this and this and this does not reflect the values of, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I haven't gone back and watched a lot of the classic animation. I would presume that that's still there. A lot of it's still there, but I think a lot of it is missing as well. All right. But yeah. But speaking of retirements, uh, Ah, this one's kind of cool. Yeah. Uh, Composer John Williams has walked back his own retirement plan and says, you know, if an interesting film came along. Yeah. If the right picture came along, he wouldn't be uh, opposed to be retired. Yeah. 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 And plus he's already booked. He's got engagements for this year and he's got something on the calendar for 2025 already. Yep. So, I mean, the guy is not slowing down. I mean, just because he's not necessarily scoring scoring, a bunch of movies. Yeah. Uh, No, he's going to conduct his own second violin concerto uh, with London's Philharmonic in January. That's cool. Coming up. Yeah. So very soon. Yeah. And then he's going to also conduct in Vienna and then he's got uh, booking in Berlin for 2025. You know, I, I, I'm not a huge classical music fan, but I'm also, I'm also a big proponent of the music. Uh, the score is at least 50% of any, and any like production. Say, this guy is less than like a good chunk or influence on your life. Is well, I mean, understatement. We could do, we could, you know, do a top 10 uh, movie score list and guarantee there's going to be uh, multiple. Well, yeah. And we've, we've talked about that before. There's a couple that I just absolutely love. I mean, obviously all of his contribution to star Wars, but also Superman, Jurassic Park, and how many other? Yeah, exactly. Close encounters so, of the third kind. My point, uh, uh, coming to uh, coming to my point, is actually a question. If you, if it were available to you, would you go and see him conduct an orchestra? You know, I might. Because I'm, like I said, I started with I'm not a big classical music fan. I probably wouldn't go to like, oh, we're going to the symphony. Oh, but John Williams is conducting. You know what? I might actually do that. Because I've seen some of them where they actually put up like screens and whatnot. And like, yeah, they just yeah, yeah. Couple it with a video element. They play the, the, the piece it. of, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And yeah, I'd go see that. Almost like a, a video games live. Yeah. Yeah. Tommy Tallarico. Yeah. But uh, remains to be seen what he will come up with. But uh, 
I'm looking forward to that. You know, I mean, uh, 91. So there, there is a limited amount of time for is. Mr. Williams to compose uh, new music. So somebody throw a good script at him. Like, do it now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Even if the movie's not going to be made for a couple Looking of at years. you, Filoni. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but let's talk some toy news. Ooh, toy news. You know how I like toy news. I like toys, too. Speaking of toys. Uh, first up, we have uh, the 60s version or I guess I should say the new adventures of Batman. Oh, that's right. Yeah. I originally thought, Oh wow. It's the 66 guys, but then no, no, it's the, it's the animated, the, the filmation. Yeah. The animated uh, Batman missioner Gordon, who looks an awful lot like 66 Gordon, right? Like the Batmite probably was the giveaway that, Oh, we're, we're not talking into things. Yeah. Yeah. Have you watched the filmation Batman? I have not. It's pretty good. Uh, those animation, models really did go on to influence sort of the 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 superpowers the uh okay. whatchamacallit the super friends yeah yeah it, i mean uh it's burt ward and adam west uh voicing the characters who did come back for it's like one at least one season of super friends mm-hmm. um but it's cool it's cute yeah it's cute but commissioner gordon isn't the only one they've announced now what else we got? We also get uh, the oh, Joker, hey. the Riddler, Batman, Robin, and Batgirl. I see that version of uh, the Joker, and, and I look at that face. Do you remember the Corgi Juniors, the little diecast cars? Remember yes. the Joker mobile? Yeah, with his do face you not, on the front. Do you not see that face in that? Yeah. Man, that's good. I don't know how I feel about the, uh, the capes on these. Yeah. These are McFarlane's, right? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, they are. So, I mean... They look good, but I feel like a cloth goods cape might do better. Oh yeah. Yeah. There's no, there's no denying that for sure that a, a soft goods cape would be yeah, way, way more better, but they are available for pre-order now at select retailers. So, um, they're cool. I mean, if they you're, if you're a fan of the, of that animated series, yeah. totally, I would. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. I would recommend. Yeah. And if you got money for Christmas and it's just burning a hole in your pocket. Well, I did not like but... a lot of cash. Uh, you can head over to uh, Sideshow and grab yourself a pre-order on this one. Oh, the Sideshow oh. six-scale Captain Enoch. Oh, from Ahsoka. Well, look at him, isn't he? Look, he is pretty. Well, that's cool because I don't think we ever saw him on the show with his sidearm drawn. No. So that's cool because now I'm already going back. We just covered Ahsoka. It was yeah. the last review series of 2023. If you haven't checked that out. Head over to our YouTube channel. You can check it out. It's the Ahsoka Fano show. We did it in what? Uh, oh man! Well, we did our pre. Uh, we did our, two uh, the first week, and then uh, that's right, and then so one every one week less. until it ended. Yeah. Um, when we saw Enoch, though, yeah, he never pulled a sidearm. So that's that is not the E11 blaster that all the other troopers carry. That that's looks like it's gold accented to uh, match the rest of them. Yeah, I'm very there's, curious. There's I more to it. I wouldn't be surprised if they didn't cobble it together from, you know. It's certainly the back end of it looks like it's inspired by the 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 Sterling machine gun, just like the the E11. But then I look at the scope, and that looks an awful lot like the same scope that they they use on Han Solo's DL44. Hmm. I'm getting way off topic. That's all good. By the way, like did you know we have a Weapons of Star Wars playlist on I our do. YouTube channel? I've done a couple of videos where I've talked about some uh, some of the Star Wars firearms and the real world firearms that inspired them. So you can check that out as well. 
Um, if I can get more information on this, this might be going into that into that series. Well, unfortunately, you won't get it from the sideshow list. What? Uh, because it just listed as one blaster rifle. Of course, it's going to say blaster. Yeah, it's okay. So, I've got my sources. Yeah, I got my sources. But uh, he does. He comes with a whole bunch of stuff. Uh, Thirty points of articulation. Twelve inches tall, right? Um, oh yeah, yeah. Uh, it comes with an extra pair of fists, a pair of relaxed hands, a pair of hands for holding weapons, uh, an open left hand, and then uh, the costuming on him is uh, finely crafted with a crackle effect. Oh, the in the Kintsugi, uh, Japanese Kintsugi art yeah. style. Yeah. Uh, also comes with a burgundy-colored and multi-textured fabric undersuit, uh, burgundy-colored apron, black-colored belt with holster, a pair of white boots with that same crackle effect, and the blaster. I mean, we just had, I mean, you know that I'm a black series collector. You've, you've got a few. Yeah. And our third Hank, our third host is also a black series collector. We just got uh, a whole whack of figures from the Ahsoka uh, live action series. And I'm surprised that he wasn't one of them. Mm-hmm. I hope to see him in uh, 2024. Well, there is a second one available at sideshow and it's just the straight up night trooper. Oh, right. So right. one of the, you know now i'm curious now because i'm looking at this photo here and look at the hands did you notice some of them the the back of the hand is gold but some of them are white like a standard stormtrooper i wonder if that's a differentiating between the left and right oh you know what because if you look in the one you're right it is okay okay i'm like it's got the white yeah you're right the gold trim funny they give them four golds and three so they give them four lefts and three rights yeah (laughs) duh of course it's left and right (laughs) my bad that's all good all right, all right. But this next one, it, uh, I don't know if we've mentioned this before, but we did mention the line before. All right. Uh, Super 7 put out uh, the Rat King. Oh, yeah. And in does he not just, way. again, they're just killing it with this. He looks so good. He looks like, you know, an evil rat dude from the It is room. literally taking the, the Playmates, what were they, four inch? Four inch around there, yeah. Taking those early Playmates figures, cutting joints into them, standing them upright. And then gently reconceiving them. Yeah. And then just accessorizing them. Just look. Yeah. Like it's, it's the 88 TMNT line reimagined for 2023 or the, the two thousands, I guess the 2020, 2020s. Yeah. The 2020s (laughs) for the twenties. Can you believe it? We're in the twenties. New (laughs) twenties. Um, yeah. And if I was a turtle fan. Yeah. I'd be all You'd need this. I, I would. I would be into this rat scepter and his mouse lasso, I guess. Yeah, I guess so, isn't it? Knife. Yeah. And uh, his flute to summon all the rats. But like, it's neat. They've got the rats or some rats actually molded onto him. Yeah. Did the original figure have that? I don't recall for sure. I bet you it did. Maybe. But it's a good looking one. I like this alternate portrait, though, with the the longer hair, the, the less less red-eyed crazy yeah yeah less infected and more um human yeah i don't know if that's the right way to say that but yeah but uh you know this is part of that wave where if you order the whole thing you do get that bonus weapons pack oh right to give you additional weapons for him so or anybody else that you want that's right but sticking with turtles uh this one just got released earlier today today uh, today yeah um from the last ronin series oh they've really been killing it with these they have uh 
where you know lone surviving turtle goes on a yeah, yeah 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 justice but uh <clears throat> this is the patrol bot so this is an original character from the the last from Roman, the last uh, yeah, comics the sinja okay. patrol bot sinja synthetic ninja synthetic ninja sinja of course yeah of course so it's seven inches and comes with interchangeable heads extra hands sword sheath laser and a mouser I like it. You know, it reminds me of, uh, there was a, a Beetleborgs character. One of the villains, uh, looked a lot like this with the, the antenna. Hmm. I can't think of the guy's name. I had a, a man, we still had the toy store. We had, uh, we had one in stock anyway, huh. I'm getting off topic again, but this is a cool looking figure yeah, comes and, in a, uh, collector friendly window box. And if you're not a fan of this comic line, like this is like, a cool robot character that yeah. would go in with some of your other seven inch scaled totally. uh, blah, 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 blah. robots. Yeah. In the open, uh, the opening flap, it does feature a custom illustration by Ben Bishop. So if you're a fan of his work, there you mm, go. That's cool. It's very cool. Yeah. No, I dig it, but uh, it's coming soon. So it's not out just yet, but I guess it's time. I turn it over to you. What yeah. is it time again? It is time. It's time for oh. loading lexicon. Generating responses. Responses ready. Lexicon is the word game where you decide what's real and what is a con. Get ready. Here we go. Well, it is a lexicon. It's the first lexicon for uh, 2024. Of course, uh, lexicon is the word game where I present you, uh, the viewers and the listeners, with a uh, no nonsensical word that is uh, completely real. Uh, and I'm going to give you three definitions. Of course, uh, your job is to try and pick out the right one. Uh, and if I've done my job, I have uh, fooled you all and I have pulled off the con. But before we get there, we've got to get to uh, today's word. You want to see what it is? Yeah. What do you All got right. For us? Today's word is Borborygmus. Borborygmus. Want to hear it again? Yes. Borborygmus. Borborygmus. Man, the Google lady sounds really nice when she says that. Borborygmus. Hmm. Also, how's your Borborygmus? I don't know. <laughs> Hopefully, good. Borborygmus. That's right. All right. So, uh, first of uh, our possible possible definitions. Uh, definition uh, number one. A modern architectural term used to describe the intentional use of sound-absorbing materials in building designs. Borborygmus architecture contributes to reduced stress levels and improved concentration by minimizing ambient noises. Hmm. Oh, that's very interesting. That's definition number one. Uh, we also have definition uh, number two. The rumbling or gurgling sounds produced by the movement of gas and fluids through the intestines. Oh. And we've got definition number three. A term from the emerging field of culinary psychology, referring to the sensory experience of food talking to the eater through a combination of texture, aroma, and flavor, the affected believes their food is actually speaking to them. That's kind of weird. Please don't eat me. <laughs> All right, we've got uh, an architectural term uh, that uh, talks about minimizing uh, sound. We've got uh, rumbling or gurgling sounds from uh, your intestines through uh, party gases and fluids and stuff. And then we also have a term from culinary psychology referring to the sensory experience of if your food was talking to you. So we have soundproofing, tummy troubles, or the movie Sausage Party. 
<laughs> That's right. And how is your Borborygmus? <laughs> we got Ray coming in from YouTube says uh, number two. That is the rumbling or gurgling sounds produced by the movement of gas and fluids through the intestines. Hmm. That's a uh, one for number two. Andy, where are you at? What do you think? You know, I don't know. Is it that? I mean, are they that compelling that they all have a, a, a sliver of possibility in them? I'm kind of leaning towards one or two. One or two. Okay. But I'm all about reducing stress. All right. All right. Me too. But <laughs> me too. Everybody gets tummy troubles. That is also true. Hmm. Anybody else out there want to take a guess at it before we uh, move on for the big reveal? The reveal. Hmm. I'll go with number two. Okay, we've got uh, Ray coming in at two. Andy, you're at two as well. Two for two. I cannot answer because, once again, I put the thing together. (laughs) (laughs) Any more for any more? Last call for... We need that. We really do need the Jeopardy music or our own our own music. variation yeah. on it yeah yeah well listen uh congratulations uh to both of you uh as you uh, came out with the correct answer it is in fact the rumbling or gurgling sounds produced in your belly hear it all the time uh also called uh, uh borborgmi uh, which is like the the plural of borborgmus so multiple parts stimulus versus stimuli <laughs> <laughs> when I have a borborygmus, it is genuinely, genu- uh, generally accompanied by uh, uh, an odor. <laughs> it may be sooner or later, but it's usually there. It'll happen. All right, that's been Lexicon. I hope you enjoyed that. Come back next week, and I will do it again. And maybe I'll get the con next week. Maybe I'll back over to you, man. All right. So this next one's uh, fairly neat, and uh, the possibilities, I guess, are seemingly endless. Uh, but, uh, oh boy, the original designs for Mickey Mouse and Minnie Mouse have now entered the public. Yeah. Domain. Like the Steamboat Willie is in the public. Domain. Yeah. Yeah. So the company mascots debut was in Walt Disney's 1928 short Steamboat Willie. Yeah. And that was the first film to feature synchronized sound. Oh, is that right? So, you know, original designs are now available in the public domain. And this just went into the public domain Monday. Like, yeah. yeah. So it's, it's been like one day, one day. And already, already we've got a, a couple of announcements on yeah. that front. And, and this kind of shocks me, but it also tells me that these people were, Oh, they were like, working. Yeah. This stuff has been working yeah. at the bit for this. We've been waiting. Yeah. <laughs> uh, first up uh, already, we get uh, a Mickey Mouse inspired horror game called Infestation 88. Yeah, horror survival game. We've already gotten uh, uh, a trailer for that, by the way. Yeah, uh, we've linked to the trailer in the show notes if you want to go have a look at the gameplay. Uh, but uh, this is a four player co op horror experience that yeah. blends your nostalgia with the horror in the vein of Winnie the Pooh, Blood and Honey. Yeah, there's no way that this wasn't being worked on Absolutely. long been, before now. Yeah, this has been yeah. in the works for who knows how long don't tell anybody before january 1st yeah (laughs) basically but uh nightmare forge games announced this yesterday as soon as you know yeah as soon as they were legally allowed to yeah (laughs) but the developers describe it as such in the year 1988 what was thought to be an outbreak of rodents in various locations morphed into something far more sinister so okay yeah you'll need to fight you'll need to run and sometimes you need to hide in a locker uh and the trailer does kind of uh give you a sense of where that goes and and how the the mickey and, and you see like, like almost 
the uh, variations on the rats. Yeah, exactly. Like there's little normal rats and then yeah. there's big rats. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then yeah. there's the Mickey rat. <laughs> but yeah. Uh, Nightmare Forge is promising private and public lobbies, uh, character customization, scaling enemy behavior, and cool. DLSS support. And if you're interested, you can wish list this one on Steam. Oh, that's cool. A comment coming in from uh, Kelly Ellis on uh, Facebook says, it looks like Five Nights at Freddy's. Sounds a bit like it, too. I agree with that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but big, based big on head, this, yeah. this one, uh, I don't know what you want to call that. Like I don't know. That looks like pass. something at a Resident Evil. Yeah. Game. yeah. That's where I would pick yeah. that. But. Yeah. And you know me. Uh, I, I don't do survival horror games. Nope. Nope. Because it's like <laughs> it's like watching a horror. I don't want to play a horror movie, let alone watch one. You're going to get jump scared. <laughs> no, thanks. I, I value my control and I don't, <laughs> I don't want to throw it. But they are not the only ones. Oh, yeah, of because course. Hot on the heels of that, uh, we get our first horror parody film. Oh, nice. Uh, Mickey's Mousetrap. <laughs> Again, this is like they've already released the trailer for it, which we've linked to in the show notes. Um, Excuse but me. The trailer is ready to go January 1st. Um, that's funny. Yeah. Uh, they announced it the same day. Uh, and there's no uh, release date for the film, I don't think, yet. But uh, it said uh, it's Alex's 21st birthday, but she's stuck at the amusement arcade on a late shift. So her friends decide to surprise her. But a masked killer dressed as Mickey Mouse decides to play a game of his own with them, which she must survive. It's almost, almost like scream vibes in that. A little bit. Again, like amusement park killer yeah yeah masked guy yeah yeah you know but uh i'll be right back yeah yeah <laughs> if you watch the trailer it's got some great one-liners in it but uh i don't think it's gonna shake the foundations of the world but did the did, did you see the blood and honey thing i have not seen it no, yet. okay i want to see it though i mean if it's in the same vein i would probably draw my comparisons from that yeah um but as you, I, I have not seen it. I have no intention of seeing it either. So I'll have to take your word for it when you see it. Fair enough. <laughs> but uh, again, like I said, that's not the only one. That's just number two on the list right out of the gate. Oh, yeah. We got more. Is there more? We do. There's oh, my a, another one. Here. I only knew of two of them. So, um, but yeah, as again, as soon as it entered public domain. Yeah. Uh, this one is going to be called Steamboat Willie. And <laughs> is this an actual image? This is the actual image they've released for it. Wow. Uh, Steve Lamort is set to direct the untitled horror comedy based on the debut of Mickey Mouse. It's like they took the character from the video game and just shot him from the back. Yep. And he's also got his <laughs> knife, which is all bloodied up here, too. Oh, oh yeah. Uh, but in it, a sadistic mouse will torment a group of unsuspecting fairy passengers. And production right. is set to begin this spring. So at least he waited. I mean, until it went public domain. We're we're missing the point here with a character like Steamboat Willie. All you needed was a paddle wheeler and a like a like a floating casino as yeah. your setting would have been perfect. And that may be what it is, right? I hope so. I don't get that impression when it says fairy, but yeah, who knows? Who knows? Uh, they're quoted. He's quoted as saying, "Steamboat Willie has brought joy to generations, but beneath that right. cheerful exterior lies a potential for pure, unhinged terror." This is going to be the bright burn of Mickey Mouse. It might be. <laughs> uh, he also says it's a project I've been dreaming of, and I can't wait to unleash this twisted take on this beloved character to the world. Oh boy! And this is not his first go around at uh, horroring up a, a beloved character. I guess horroring, not horroring, horroring it horror ring but uh, he also directed the mean one 
which is oh, a parody okay. of the Grinch. Oh, yeah, that's fairly recent. It is fairly yeah, recent. okay, but uh, you know, it's no date or anything. But uh, sure, he has said that the producers are working with a legal team to make sure that they stay well within the law. That way, it'll actually come out. So. <laughs> <laughs> and the other one if you watch the trailer yeah for mickey's mouse trap like right mickey mouse is in there oh yeah like, they're playing the the steamboat willie cartoon there's pamphlets of mickey mouse on the wall it's literally just flaunting it because you can yeah and that's probably part of the charm too right yeah but uh, his previous one the mean one it came out in 2022 and grossed about a million worldwide but uh the producers of that film uh him lamort himself uh, Amy Schumacher and Martine Malou, uh, they're teaming up with Steven Della Sala and okay. Michael Levy, who produced or they produced uh, Terrifier 2. Terrifier 2. Which is, I believe, that Art the Clown dude. Okay. Yeah. Another evil clown, but. Uh, Another low budget. Uh, no, that one grossed 15 million. So it grossed 15, but what did it get made on? I don't know. Less than that, I would imagine. Probably. But, you know, we're going to see some. Uh, mickey mouse horror <laughs> in multiple formats yeah 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 this next one though it is oh wait horror. this is cool i this sent you this cool. i sent you this today actually. i only got about halfway through it i watched i started watching crap. it last night and i finished it up today um I'm, I, let me set this up do you remember a few years ago maybe you guys remember this as well there was a, a fan-made star wars anime and it was a tie fighter anime which basically gave us this like super cool, highly stylized uh, Star Wars dogfight with uh, between a bunch of Tie Fighters, a couple of Tie Bombers, and some X-wing fighters. Now, fast forward to uh, what uh, late last year, twenty twenty three. This is only a few days old. Yeah, um, we've got a new fan film. This is a live action fan film. It's on YouTube. Did we put the link in? Yes, we did. Oh, nice. It's called Wingman. And, uh, it is swing story. It is literally, I mean, you can correct me if I'm wrong. Well, I, I don't think official I official description says, uh, enjoy 50 minutes of star Wars meets. Top Seriously. Top. It is the longest star Wars starfighter battle ever committed to film. And it does, it does it in a way that the movies never did. Like it doesn't shy away from long shots that are absolutely chaotic where you can barely see all you see the is ships. Like laser blast. Yeah. Or the ships are moving at speed. They don't slow anything down. They don't, they don't make, you know, you don't special shots camera or nothing. Yeah. The acting it's okay. Um, but you're not watching this for like the depth of the story. Trust me. You're not, no. um, but you want to see a cool starfighter battle. Check this one out. It's amazing. Yeah. Uh, it's by uh, posted on the channel, Michael's basement, as we said, link to in the show notes. Um, but it says it's quoted as saying a rebel fighter squadron attacks an Imperial transport. The new guy carries a heavy load and an ACE pilot on a killing spree. It's got crazy, uh, crazy good production it values. Looks for, so for good. Yeah. Um, it, it looks, I don't want to say it looks like feature quality, feature film quality, but it's very close. Yeah. It's very, very close. All of the costuming is like, is top Spot notch. On. Yeah. Even the sets, like the, the cockpit sets just look fantastic. So, um, I highly recommend this one, <laughs> even if you watch it with the sound on low, <laughs> Yeah, but 
give yourself a chance with the sound because the score on this one is pretty good yeah. too. Uh, uh, total runtime of about 58 minutes. So yeah. give yourself an hour and uh, check it out. Yeah. Uh, they also say on the on the YouTube page that seven years ago, uh, uh, him and a bunch of friends from Germany came together and asked themselves, why not make a Star Wars movie? Yeah. So without any former experience in filmmaking, VFX, animation, writing, directing, or acting, they gave it a go, and this is the result. So it's uh, well, you know, it definitely, it it's definitely paid off. I do like the beginning of the film, though. It starts off it starts it, off yeah. super quiet. Like, yeah, like we've seen instances of this in other Star Wars uh, projects before, but not this way. And I don't want to say what it is because I don't want to spoil it for you. Yeah, because you should go and watch it. <laughs> but it does ratchet up fairly. Yeah, quickly. very fast. Very fast. So, yeah, I, I had to turn it off because it's like, I'm, I am I got to get back to show notes. Oh, yeah. I can't just keep watching this. <laughs> I can't so. sit here and watch this for an hour. <laughs> <laughs> got to get back. But uh, yeah, go give it a watch. Uh, this next one, I guess, has been in the works for a while. More horror that I'm not going to watch. Yeah. Uh, Mind you, I mean, if has this been adapted before? I don't think so. I don't think anybody's actually tagged. I don't this know. One. I don't know. But James Wan, uh, the man behind Decidious and The Conjuring, gonna take a crack at. He's gonna look at adapting H.P. Lovecraft Cthulhu. Yeah, that's um, man. Yeah, if done, I don't want to say properly. If done, no, I guess properly is probably the yeah. right word to say. If done properly, this could be the scariest thing ever made. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, it the uh, the classic cult of. Uh, cthulhu it has inspired multiple projects oh yeah but it's never got its own adaptation and according to deadline uh james wan is eager to accept the challenge of bringing it to the screen you know it's an interesting one to try and tackle because it's not just about this uh like super crazy monster character which ultimately it is but i mean it, a lot of this happens in the mind mm -hmm. uh, in the mind of the people like the cult of cthulhu a lot of the stuff it's really like heady stuff if you've if you've not read lovecraft um it's uh it can be a challenging read <laughs> but yeah um this could be absolutely terrifying mm -hmm. but uh it is in the works and like they say it's been in the pipeline for a while but that's not the only thing yeah uh, they're also working on a video game adaptation to complement the film which what, is like as a as a companion piece yeah which is oh that's apparently yeah been quietly in production for the last five years mm. so that's interesting so that that's further along than yeah so yeah. we have no release date or casting anything like that but uh sure, sure. you know it's in the works I'm interested to see what that's going to look like. Uh, by the way, Call of Cthulhu is talking about sort of the longevity and uh, of the, the 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 brand. It's one of the most endearing role playing games uh, out there outside of Dungeons and Dragons. Call of Cthulhu. Mm -hmm. It's been around for like, forever, and like it's, it showed up in pop culture everywhere. Oh yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. Like, from the Rick and Morty intro to like cheese commercials. I mean, even talking about Dungeons and Dragons for a second. I mean, just look at the 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 what do you call that the the visage or the, the face of cthulhu the the octopus squid like, like tell me that the elithids from dungeons and dragons are not a callback to mm. cthulhu right as they eat your brains it's davy jones <laughs> well him too in a way <laughs> but uh we're getting close to the end here 
Oh, so sure. Is it? Oh, right. Well, then I guess we should just... Uh, if, if you want to call in. I was going to say, put that uh, reminder out there that uh, now is the time. If you uh, if you caught a piece of pop culture news or entertainment that you want to talk about that we haven't uh, covered tonight uh, on tonight's show, now's your time to bring it up. You can either hit us up in the comments or you can uh, use the WhatsApp link uh, in the description of this video and you can call us and be live on the show with us. Mm -hmm. uh, this next one kind of caught me off guard, but uh, The Rock returned to monday night raw last night hey, yeah, really he's back he's back oh my god is this one of those like i gotta show up once a year to i don't know for sure because the way he came out uh they actually introduced jinder mahal first and okay. it, it was right. almost hilarious because they're like we welcome back former champion jinder mahal and the crowd goes silent it's like <laughs> who <laughs> we don't want you back who? and they played it all he played it fantastic like he came out and he just straight heel nice but then as he's going through his tirade the rocks music hits and <laughs> holy crap, i did not think a wwe audience could actually pull that kind of reaction off and really yeah because did they I, blow I the roof been, off or what did yeah that's cool but like they've been pumping in crowd noise for a while now and i don't oh really are they actually are doing that they actually oh, are on the broadcast well, I guess for COVID, you want to like, I'm sorry, but nobody in the current roster yeah. has the kind of impact that like a stone cold or the rock. Does. Okay. All right. But that man walks through the curtains and yeah, crowd goes nuts. Blow the roof right off. Yeah. Interesting to see him come back. Um, did he, did he get in the ring? He did. Uh, and of course, Jinder Mahal tries to, was it another, like him. one of those 30 second kind of a little bit. Yeah, of course. So of course he dispatches him pretty quick, but then he laid down the challenge. In, oh. in a roundabout way, he says, "You know, after kicking some ass here in San Diego, I think I'm I'm hungry. I'm gonna go eat. Should I sit in a booth? Should I sit at the bar, or should I sit at the head of the table?" Oh, and the head of the table is another is that a is that a euphemism for... for the current Universal Champion Roman gotcha. Reigns? Right, because he's still carrying what both belts? Yeah, he's the undisputed WWE Universal Champion. Yeah on some crazy 500 someday rain or something right right this has been going on for a while now it has yeah. like i'm sorry they tried jamming them down my throat years ago and i wasn't buying it then that's why i've moved off to aew um yeah I'm, okay i'm done with the character like i just didn't understand no, no offense to him but we've had long runs before with with the straps but yeah. like when and i was just i just I had no idea who this person was and I was getting brought up to speed last year when I went to the uh, Royal Rumble uh, watch party Yeah, and it was like, oh, two belts. Yeah, there's, there's one for Raw and there's one for SmackDown and yep. he's got both of them. Yep. And even then he was already a year. So now he's what, two years now? Yep. The, did we ever have anybody like back in say the rock and wrestling or the Attitude Era go that long? Longer, Hogan. But consecutively? Yeah. Really? How long did Hogan go for? Uh, 580 some days. Is that what they're doing then? Are they trying to, to make him a Hogan? I, I, I mean, he's I definitely not definitely trying, but he's no, certainly he's not. not. I don't think that... as much as they want him to be, he just doesn't have the mic skills of the rock or okay. the presence of stone cold, which is why they've and, moved on to other things. Yeah. <laughs> but like his catchphrase is acknowledge me. Oh, I'm maybe, sorry. I'm not going to do that. Maybe he needs a writer. He's got Paul Heyman, and that's the only thing he's got going for him. Okay. So. All right. Well, The Rock is back. So does that mean we're going to see him throughout uh, 24 at we other might. other pay-per-views? We might. We could see like a year-long buildup like they did with John Cena a few years back. So the Rumble is coming up uh, later Soon, this, yeah. this month. 
I believe um, Rumble, then Elimination Chamber, and then WrestleMania. Okay, so not fully sure where they're going with it because, like, they've also got the arc right now uh, with Cody Rhodes, who's yeah. supposed to finish his story. Oh, uh, all right, well, and win the title. But I mean, I'm so out of touch with wrestling, but I mean, uh, it'd be interesting to see how this plays out if he actually does more than just, yeah, you know, it's that whole like I'm an actor now, so I have to look out for my acting stuff. And, yeah. You know, there's insurance and I'm sure he's got tons of it, but like, there's a reason why, you know, actors aren't allowed to do certain things, Yeah, you know, high risk things because they can't he was work. Never really a high risk wrestler. I think the like, nature he, of the job though, yeah. is just, you know, automatically a oh, pro wrestler. You're automatically. Yeah. You know, but like he was never one to be, you know, flying off the top rope or anything crazy. No, but he could flounder like a fish out of water. God. Oh. <laughs> back when he had hair yeah when he was still rocky my Yep. he don't need hair no more though no i guess not it's all tatted up but uh moving back over to disney and star wars oh nice uh they say that uh, we're about to create something very special who's we uh we would be we. uh new jedi order director charmine Obed- oh, okay yeah. interesting and, and the key word there is about to so filming for this could possibly get underway really soon. I, you know what? I'm all of that stuff. The, 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 the hate and the vitriol and all the stuff leveled at the sequel trilogy deserved or not. I'm over it. Yeah. I'm over it. In fact, I liked her character. I liked her and I am excited to see what is going to happen. Yeah. This one is supposed to be set 15 years after. Uh, rise of skywalker cool and you know there's still no release date set in stone uh but uh she did tease the project in a recent interview with cnn nice um didn't reveal too many details but did suggest that production could be getting underway soon you know what i say man new star wars is better than no star wars yes and i will always stand by that yeah uh, she's quoted as saying, I'm very thrilled about the project because I feel what we're about to create is something very special. And we're in 2024 now, and it's about time that we had a woman come forward to shape the story in a galaxy far, far away. Great. I'm all for it. Look at look at what we got from some of the, the lady directors on the live oh, action God. shows. Yeah. Um, with Bryce and Bryce Dallas Howard yeah. and uh, was it Olivia Chow? Uh, Deborah Chow. Deborah Chow, sorry. Yeah. I mean, the, they turned in some of the best episodes yeah. of the most recent live action stuff. So yeah, I'm all for it. Yep. I'm all for it. And I like Daisy Ridley's character. So yep. I don't care what anybody says. I'm all for it. Yeah. I might be regretting that in a year or two from now, but after yeah. I've seen it, but <laughs> going into it, I am optimistic because I have no reason not to be. Yeah. And that's where I'm at with that. But, uh, Daisy herself, but uh, teased in an interview with Collider that the plan story is not what she expected. Uh, though she hadn't read the actual script. Sure, uh, sure. It's been a month since those comments, and it's possible she has been given one. Yeah. But, you know, again, with the amount of spoilers and everything that people are always trying to get, we'll right. see sooner than later. Cool. But that does bring us to our last is it that time of the night. Is it that time? It is time again yes. to let you all know that you know who he is. He's out there. He's in the aisles. He's hunting for you and me. So we can save a few dollars with uh, this week's toy hunting at Dollarama tip. What do you got, Andy? Well, first up, we're sticking with Star Wars. Oh, nice. Uh, This one's kind of weird, though, because it is the 2015 
uh, Hasbro Star Wars Force Awakens Millennium Falcon. Well, sorry, so, Force Force Awakens. All the way back from the Force Awakens. <laughs> wow. Um, yeah, it's going for five bucks. It's about nine inches uh, from front to back. So, so it's, it's not it's a huge one. It's considerably smaller. It's definitely a like, handheld play one. This is not uh, to be scalable with any figures no. of any size. Uh, well, unless you've got like, the really tiny guys. Maybe oh, the Micro Force. Nine, nine inches long? So it might actually scale with some of the little, yeah, maybe some of the micro, uh, not micro machines. What do you call them? The, uh, the new, micro? the new one, the, uh, the, the action fleet. Maybe, maybe, maybe action fleet. Yeah. But, uh, as far as finding retail on this, you can't because it is oh, so old. It's that old. Uh, Nobody eBay has, it. has it going for twenty nine ninety nine us. Really? So that's interesting. Uh, you know what? Canadian, a millennium Falcon at any scale for five bucks. Yeah, you can't go short wrong. of a Hot Wheels. I think that that's good value. Yeah, um, and you know what? You know what? A bad Millennium Falcon can be. It can be a great Millennium Falcon with a bit of paint. Yes, you know, you like give it a little. Absolutely, put a wash on. Wash it. Yeah, throw a wash on it, and suddenly it's oh wow, this looks cords. really good. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And for five bucks, you could rip it apart and put a light kit in it too. Oh my gosh! Yeah, easily. Yeah, easily. Uh, but the other one. Uh, because of Christmas, we are a week late on this one. At That's least. true. Now, but people were, these have been out for a while. These have been out for a couple of weeks. Yeah. Uh, Mighty Morphin Power Rangers Zords figures. Yeah. And these so, are, these are six inch scale. These are the six inch scale. Yeah. Uh, they are not transformable. They are strictly like their, yeah, yeah, their just, fighting version. This is the Marvel Legends of uh, Zords. Yeah, basically. Yeah. Uh, but again, $5 each if you can find them. And they retail for around 33 and up. Yeah. So, uh, you know, you can still find them. They are on shelves. All the toy groups, uh, all the Canadian toy groups anyway. Uh, seeing, yeah. <laughs> People look, up. I got a whole set. <laughs> like, of course you did. I'm still missing the Dragon Zord. I can't find him. No. But I got the rest. If anybody has a spare Dragon Zord for Andy, contact us here at the show. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. That's been a good, that's a good week. I feel like we've got a, we got off to a good start. Mm-hmm. with a broad range of stuff to talk about do you want to talk about you want to do sort of uh just uh, off the cuff uh talk about 23 in in, yeah. in review let's 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 do, let's do let's let's just go through some of our stuff let's go through uh let's go top show of 2023 top show for you mm. maybe you got a couple you throw a couple out one or two i don't care well soka's up there you think so ahsoka for me yeah um i have to remember now i would say ahsoka and loki season two oh that's really up there isn't it yeah um was andor in 23 did we get Andor in 23 or was it in 22 oh man i know we got bad batch at the beginning of 23 we did get the bad batch now i'm gonna i'm gonna i gotta google it it's been that long when did andor premiere oh it wasn't it was in 22 okay so i can't include that um yeah, Ahsoka was up there, wasn't it? It was good. Oh, it was really up there. Like in performances that I did not expect, like the Balin Shoal character. Uh, and just rem- oh. remembering that uh, young Ahsoka, it was also young Gamora. Yeah. I just was reminded of that the other day when I saw a photo of her. She's great. Uh, absolutely great. I, I totally agree with you on that. I love the way that the show is gone. We now have a pretty good idea that the the, the Ray's character uh Balin's character we're not done with him no, so he's got more. there's there's more to be told with that character how they do it I don't know but I'm I'm looking forward to that that's a great choice um uh, show that I just just discovered now it's a couple of years old 
Um, but I've only discovered it uh, in 23, so I'm including it. And it's uh, for all mankind hmm. on uh, Apple Plus. It's uh, it's an alternate, it's an alternate uh, historical drama. Okay. It's uh, essentially what if the space race between the United States and the and the Soviet Union never ended? Hmm. Um, and it it actually calls back to specific events in our actual history and kind of spins them a little bit. Hmm. Um, we just had uh, the the Russian. Uh, takedown of a korean uh commercial liner yeah uh back in 83 that that's a real event that just happened in the show but it happens a little bit differently hmm. super super cool stars joel kinnaman uh rick flag from uh, suicide squad also played robocop uh was in the first season of altered carbon it's fantastic so yeah those are probably my my two biggest uh, shows okay for 2023 um did you get any new music this in 23 hmm not so much. I no. kind of went backwards. Okay. Well, what 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 was your most listened to in twenty three? Uh, probably Spotify told me what mine was. <laughs> I don't have the Spotify yet. So, well, I don't use it. So I should say, but my daughter does. Um, hmm. That's a tough question. If if I'm looking at my iTunes playlist, it always leads off with uh, Judas by uh, Fozzy. So <laughs> really, yeah. <laughs> Isn't that Jericho's band? Yeah. Oh, that's cool. Uh, number one for me, according to Spotify, uh, was Def Leppard. Nice. <laughs> Rounding out the top five was really funny because the Pet Shop Boys made it in there, and I don't even know how. Like, I know I've got a Pet Shop Boys tune on, like, an 80s playlist, so maybe I just listened to that playlist a lot. But, like, oh, Pet Shop Boys, that's weird. Hmm. But, yeah. Um, new music in 23. I don't know if I really discovered anything new in, in 23. Um I just uh, I just started listening to uh, uh, Blackstone Cherry. Ooh, um, I like them. And I don't know how long they've been around for. They've been but, around for a while. Um, they kind of give me like Five Finger Death Punch vibes, but without all the cover songs. Mm. <laughs> Not saying that I don't like cover songs, but they sound pretty cool. I like mm. them. Yeah, uh, so that's music for me. What about uh, movies? Did you get to the theater much in 23? I didn't get there as much as I wanted to. But, neither uh, neither did I. I did get there for a couple. I got there for the Marvels, obviously. Yeah, we um, went to the together. Yeah. Um, I missed Across the Spider-Verse. So did I. But uh, I, I finally caught it. Streaming on Crave right now right in Canada. Canada, yeah. And holy, was that good. So, uh, I mean, I didn't see a whole lot in theater. The ones that stand out for me, good or bad the marvels because it's the most recent yeah um and the flash as as panned as that movie got it wasn't bad i still had fun i still liked it yeah same with uh, uh indiana jones and the dial of destiny oh that's true yeah indy was in there as well yeah. um i don't know if it was a, a standout for me i know hank would argue that he'd pro- probably punch me in the face he would metaphorically punch me in the face for saying that but i don't i don't think it was a top i don't even think it was a top five for me to be honest yeah, it was better than crystal skull Yes. <laughs> yeah, <hands down. laughs> yeah. What do we got? We got TV, we got movies, we got uh we got uh uh music. Um any new video games for you in 23? Uh no, but I actually turned on the PS3 and started playing Grand Theft Auto 4 again. Oh my god. Now so uh, one of the Grand Theft Autos just got remastered for mobile. Yeah. Um through Netflix games. Did you know that Netflix has video games? I did not know that. I knew they yeah. had uh, the one interactive Minecraft thing. They've got, yeah. But video it was games. like a choose your own story. If you have the Netflix, uh, I noticed it on my phone. Uh, I was playing, a, basically it was like a, it was a racing game. Go figure, because I like racing games. 
Um, yeah, uh, but game, I, I did get back into video gaming uh, late in 2023. So I, I've got a couple. Um, the, the one that brought me back, and it was totally worth it, uh, 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 Jedi Survivor, Star Wars Jedi Survivor, uh, possibly uh, might be your game of the year. It might be. Um, I did, I did, but I was a day one Starfield guy. Um, and it's gotten a lot of criticism, but I've been having fun with it. Um, I just finally put it down in December in favor of getting back to the new Forza Motorsport, which I'd been looking forward to for a long time. I'm really, really digging that. Um, and the first Starfield expansion is due to come out later this month. So I will be definitely getting back to Starfield, uh, sometime soon. So those are the ones that stand out for me. Um, yeah. And, uh, I don't know. You got anything else? Hmm. No, you know what? I don't know that I do. What about, how about a toy? I was going to say, what, what's your, uh, what's your toy of 23? Uh, the toy of 23. It it could be more than one. I, it's a hard thing to to pin down to Um, one. Well, one of them would be the, uh, the three zero Iron Man Mark 43 to go with. Oh yeah. 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 Of course. 44 Hulkbuster. So, uh, yeah, uh, absolutely. I got a couple here, actually. No, go, no surprise. Most of mine are all six inch, uh, as I'm like <laughs> actively scanning my shelf here. Which one? Which one? Pick one. Uh, well, okay, so these are, I'll, I'll probably, I'll use these because these are kind of just good, uh, broadband examples. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I got more. Oh, I got more. <laughs> uh, these are just, these are some of the more recent ones. I'm going to, I'm going to lead with this one. This one, um, I wouldn't say it's my favorite. By the way, that Ultra Magnus that I got for Christmas, he's on my list. Nice. Um, R2-D2 got a re-release uh, in the Black Series in 2023. Uh, rescaled uh, R2 and R5. They have been remolded and rescaled. They're now bigger, which makes them the proper scale for six-inch Star Wars Black Series figures. So I'm really a fan of that. Plus, this is the one that has the, remember the crazy, crazy neck? Crazy attachments? The, and no, no. It actually doesn't have all of the attachments doesn't have the thrusters they got rid of the thrusters no drink tray looking for a drink tray and but it does have the extendable neck which is the the way that they would appear in In the the end the n1 starfighter Hmm. because the n1 is impossible for a droid to fit in there um i got lots of star wars here this one uh going back to ahsoka who yang who yang looks amazing i can't wait to 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 open these up by the way um, that's going to be a feature coming up here at some point as Hank and I have, uh, have increased our numbers here. We're going to do some joint unboxings, probably going to do those as uh, pre-records, uh, and talk about them. Um, we got the, 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 uh, return of the Jedi anniversary line. I gotta say the rebel commando, um, because it uses the same technology that they did with the, uh, Hoth rebel soldier, okay. which is a borrow from the GI Joe, a real American hero line. These figures have swappable faces, mm, just, just like, Zartan. like Zartan. Yeah. And the other face fits in the backpack. So nice. you got a nice little storage place for it. So you're basically getting two for one on that one. Yeah. Or you have to buy two to display two, and then you end up with two extra faces. You know what? I regretted not buying, uh, I, I regretted not buying the deluxe version of this character. But when I saw this, the uh, Dungeons and Dragons Legend of Dritt Stewarton, uh, mm. Dritt Stewarton, I had to buy this. Now, I mean, this guy, I don't care for that cloak. I think it's horrible. It needs a soft goods cloak, but this is easily one of the most beloved fantasy literary characters of all time. Hasbro owns Dungeons and Dragons. I'm surprised that they haven't done more 
uh, with some of these literary characters that have just that have such popularity. If they do a Dragonlance line, my head's going to explode because I absolutely, I actually, I love these guys, and I would love to get the rest of his adventuring party that he hung out with in the first couple of books. Um, but yeah, that's definitely on my list. Cool. Uh, I don't know if I got anything else. Oh no, I guess I did say. What did I say? Uh, Ultra Magnus. Ultra Magnus. The other Transformer that I really dug this year was uh, from the Buzzworthy Bumblebee line was the deluxe uh, Cybertronian Jazz. Nice. Looks just like the car mode looks exactly like he did in the very first episode of G1 Transformers. Perfect. Loved it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So I think that's, oh, you know what? One more? Nope. Nope. Do I have him here? I don't know. No, that's, that's really. Wheelie. Wheelie. I got too much. I can't do this anymore. It's <laughs> too much going on down there. I'm not even going to bother. <laughs> wow. It's been a, it's been a great year. 2023 uh, was a good year for us. Unfortunately, um, we got kind of with health and life and some other things that happened. We kind of got off the rails a little bit. I'm hoping that 2023, uh, 2024 will be back on track. Of course, we are limited by the stuff that, uh, that, <laughs> sorry, we are limited to our review series by what's coming out and our own personal interests. So for example, Andy, you are much more invested in most of the Marvel stuff that I'm a little bit more casual about, but I still haven't finished. What if season two, oh. so. <laughs> what if season two, by the way, uh, aired daily, now. it ran daily, uh, what for the eight, eight, nine days, yeah. uh, concluding on the 30th of December. This season of the nine episodes, it's nine episodes, just like season one. I would say there is only one dud. Hmm. I liked, I liked all of them, but one of them was a little bit. Eh. Yes. Kimberly says Wes may have a toy problem as she throws a cry laughing emoji on there. We By the way, problems. Um, of them. I live with an enabler, so it's, it's totally okay. <laughs> I'm not saying it's your fault, honey, but uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know what you were getting when you married me twice <laughs> all right man you got anything else you want to you want to talk about before we uh, call it a night i don't think so all right well whatever comes up between now and next week will be in uh, next week's episode also keep your eyes peeled uh we can't talk about everything and uh you know it happens every week I'm going to get off the air here in a couple seconds and uh, I'm going to find out all the things that happened today that we didn't talk about and go, well, damn. Yep. <laughs> so if you get stuff that you do want to talk about and uh, you want to, you want to be a part of the show, we're happy to take your phone calls. We're happy to take your comments, uh, your emails. You can email us at fandompower three at uh, gmail.com. And uh, as always um, there will be uh, a next week because that's what we do. Mm -hmm. all right man well uh, it's been a great 2023 we're off to a great start in 2024 um i guess we'll see each other next week yeah all right man be back here same fan time yeah that's right same fan channel and as always fan on for fan and power everybody my name is wes i'm andy and uh, we'll catch you on the next one and bye for now hey guys thanks for listening to fandom power be sure to like us on facebook and follow us on instagram and twitter Stay tuned for our next episode where we'll be talking about another one of your favorite fandoms.